Welcome back, third graders, to Chapter 6 of Chocolate Fever, called Catch That Boy, on page 41. There was more excitement than Henry had ever seen. All kinds of doctors were examining him now, poking and prodding as if he were not a boy but a pincushion. And Dr. Fargo was bounding about the room, talking about chocolate fever, a new disease, making medical history and things like that. Henry was tired and afraid. He wanted to be left alone. He wanted all the doctors to go away. He wanted to be home. He wanted, in fact, to be just about any place in the world except this hospital. So he did something very simple, something his heart told him he had to do to survive. He jumped off the examining table and began to run. In a flash, he bolted through the doorway and was running down the long corridor. Behind him, he heard shouts of, stop and catch that boy. Two nurses at the end of the corridor tried to catch him, but Henry was simply too quick. He dodged past them and darted down the stairway. Down, 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 he went and down three whole flights of stairs and out into the main lobby of the hospital. Ahead of him, a guard at the door held out an arm. Running as hard as he could, Henry crashed through his grasp and into the street. Without pausing to think where he was headed, Henry ran. As he was about to turn the corner, he looked back. There was a whole army of people pursuing him. Doctors in white coats. Nurses, guards, blowing whistles. Policemen waving their arms. And behind them, he could see Dr. Fargo. Henry didn't want to, didn't wait to see any more. Legs, he said, don't fail me now. And with that, he turned the corner and took off down the street. He ran and ran until he had no breath left. And then he ran some more, his legs flashing in the afternoon sun. Henry darted down one street and up another. He had no idea of where he was. He had no idea of where he was going. But still, he kept running. People stared at him as he whizzed by. A few people raised their hand as if to stop him or to say something. But Henry kept right on running. After a long while, he couldn't see or hear any of the people running after him. I must be far ahead of them by now, Henry thought. But suddenly up ahead at the corner, a police car flashed by and with its sirens screaming. They must be after me, he thought with his alarm. I'm a wanted man. Sick at heart, Henry pushed himself to run faster. His head hurt, his side hurt, his legs hurt, but he kept running. His lungs hurt, his eyes hurt, even his hair began to hurt, but Henry kept running. At last he could run no more. He was finished, done. He had to rest, and to rest he had to hide. Without thinking about it, Henry ran down a large grassy alley that lay between two white houses. At the end of the alley was a large garage with one door partially open. Henry sneaked in and looked around. There was an automobile parked inside, but not a person in sight. With his last bit of strength, he flopped down on the side beside the automobile. A fine mess we're in now, he thought. You've run away from the hospital and police are after you. Your mother must be scared to death with worry and you have, no, you have a disease no one has ever heard of before. The more he thought about it, his predicament, the sadder Henry became. A lump rose in his throat. A tear ran down his cheek. A sob escaped from his lips. And he was crying, sobbing out loud, really crying. He cried for a few moments because he was so sad. 
he cried some more because he was lost. And then he cried for a long, long time because everything had become so hopeless. At last, when he could cry no more, Henry dried his eyes and tried to think of the situation. He could not go back to Dr. Fargo in the hospital. That was that he was certain. Nothing on earth or any other planet could make him do that. But what if he went home? What would his mother and father do? They would take him back to Dr. Fargo in the hospital. They would have to. Never, Henry said out loud. Never, never, never. In the dim of the light of the garage, Henry looked at the big brown spots on his arm and began to hate them. Stupid spots, he thought. Why did you have to happen to me? Feeling angry, he stood up and began to pace the half-empty garage. I can't go home, he thought, and I won't go back to the hospital. All right, then. I'm on my own. Somewhere there must be a place for me. A place to go until this stupid, these stupid big brown spots disappear. A place far away where no one else has ever heard of me or the hospital or Dr. Fargo or my parents. Feeling much braver now, with things somehow settled in his mind, Henry lay down to rest for a while before setting off on his journey. Where do you think Henry is going to go? If you want a sneak peek at Chapter 7 and kind of give us an idea of where his next stop's going to be, go ahead and turn the page and take a look. And we will continue at Chapter 7. Have a great day and hope to see you soon.